So, welcome back to episode number five of the Coach's Couch. No, it's not. It's Coaches on the Couch, technically. Because we didn't fucking check that out before we came up with it and said it for about three episodes and then realised, oh, we're going to have to change this. So I <laughs> fucked it. Um, so today's yeah. episode is a Q&A. So we asked Instagram to ask us some questions. And we've got some actual normal questions and we've got some not absolutely so fucked up questions. I'm just going to move this mic a wee bit. Do you have a few people that you reckon know who sent the fucked up questions? I wish I knew a bit, to be honest with you, like... No, I don't even. Because like, you, you got them up, I've literally texted, I've like, texted a couple of the boys and I'm like, did you send messages, <laughs> like questions into that? Because there are 100% questions that you'd ask. There's that many questions, like, there's that many answers, there's that many people, sorry, that I know that could potentially be the person that asked that. Yeah. So that's what I mean, some that there's yeah. no select person that I've got, right, it's definitely them. So, question number one. Um, best and worst parts of being a coach what would you say is the best part of being a coach? 100% the result. Aye. See, when you get someone to like that breakthrough moment or like it could be anything like getting them onto a stage for a photo shoot or something like that and get to the point that you see them proper overjoyed with the process. Aye. That is, that's like an addiction. Oh my God, I know. Like that's, that's, that is 100% addictive, that feeling about how proud you feel. Like you're like, oh, my job's so worth it. Yeah, it's, it's like the, it's, it's when your client compares the before and after picture together and I'm like, is that me? Yeah. You're like, by the way, that's fucking you. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like, so you know your, you know yourself, like, when you get somebody and they first come into the gym and they're kind of like, you know, it's like their posture, they're pure hunched over walking in and yeah. they're dead, they're dead out of shell of who they could potentially become. And, like, six, eight, twelve weeks down the line, they come in and they're full of confidence, they're coming through, they'll talk to people, you know, that sort of stuff. Yes. It's like, I think, like, seeing a big difference in their confidence, because you know that. So, yeah, even in a gym environment. I. It's like because I would say for most people, a gym environment is probably on things that people do day to day. Probably one of the most intimidating things. Oh, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. I don't think there's anything really else. Maybe like having a phone to take away or something like that, and actually having to speak to somebody on a phone. That's pretty much the next most fucking intimidating thing to do. But. We live in Glasgow, but so we get delivered out. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fucking always on an app. You have to phone the store. You're like, you do it. I know. Um, I but no, I'd say the gym is probably the most intimidating thing people deal with. So see, even getting people like through the door, through the getting door. them confident, and they're like coming in, talking to whoever's on reception, and that like they don't, they're not in a panic, pure hiding away in the gym. That in itself is just a pure like, oh man, you're making a difference. I know, and the funny thing as well is, is like once they're actually in the gym, they realise all the thoughts that they had about the gym, like they're nowhere near as bad as they thought it was actually going to be. They get yeah, and I, 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 I stereotypes. I I was going to I, I, I want to talk about this later on because I was going to actually speak about like bullying in gyms and things like that. Oh yeah, because um, that one billion percent happens. It so. does happen, but I was thinking the other day I was like, a lot of people get scared of bodybuilding gyms because they think that's what's going to happen. But believe it or not. It doesn't yeah. happen in bodybuilding gyms. Nah, 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 that's nah. the place that it absolutely does not happen. It happens more in a commercial gym yeah. than it does in a bodybuilding gym. But we'll I, talk about that later. I would agree, because even like when we talk about future, because future, the owner doesn't try and cater, like focus on bodybuilding, but he likes to get like the best kit for people, so he then right. ends up attracting a bodybuilding dynamic as well right. with members. So there is a lot of the gym that are like into bodybuilding, that kind of thing. But I love clients that are coming in and stuff like that and prefer that environment to a pure gym. Because they feel in pure gym, people just look at you and judge you. And in the future, they don't. And I say that's a pretty common theme amongst a lot of serious gyms. A lot of serious when it's you're in serious gyms, usually you tend to find that the members in those gyms were in your stage at some point. So 
don't pass judgement like you're expecting to. People that do do that are just arseholes. Oh, 100%, definitely. And um, that takes us on to the next point anyway. Um, what would you say was, is the absolute worst thing about being a PT? Uh, online coach, PT, like, whatever. Like, what do you think is like, the, the worst thing? What do you think? I'm need, I need a thinker. I definitely think chasing people, chasing clients for payments. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, see, see... Just chasing clients in general. I, I don't need to do that anymore because obviously I've created payment systems and stuff like that. And the amount of kind of stress that I don't have anywhere like actually having to chase a client for a payment and things like that. Like for me personally, that and also when I see a client who has got fucking mad potential mm-hmm. and they just throw it all away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like disappear off the radar. They disappear off the radar. They kinda go I mean I guess that would probably the probably worst thing about being a PT is getting ghosted. And it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, by a client. Because like I I've I've got people, clients who are like Harry man, you fucking changed my life, man. Like, yeah. You honestly changed my life. My life wouldn't be the same without you. If if I didn't sign up with you, like I've achieved all this stuff, I've had the confidence to go and get us pull us bud, get us new job, and then the fucking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking like, wait did I fuck up? I thought I was doing all this great shit for you. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? You, you kind of start to like almost like reconsider. Like, am I a good coach? Yeah. Am what did I do if <laughs> I like I did all that good stuff? So surely that person should be my mate forever. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that are like mentors and stuff like that, or a lot of PTs, and say like you shouldn't be mates with your clients, and I think it's the worst fucking advice. You that's bad chat, man. I get like you shouldn't be going on a night out and getting fucked with them. No, right? you, do you keep, do you keep like see sometimes when you've like you and a client stop working together, do you just keep in contact? Aye, of course. I've got loads of them. I like I say thing like see at the end of the day, mate. Like you're building relationships constantly, whether you're whether a client's working with you, whether they're not working with you. You're always building relationships, and like. Your client, you, you might see your client post something on Instagram, like blah blah blah, and you're like, Look, mate, here's a wee bit of advice, or they may actually go, Look, Harry, um, like they may ask me for a wee tiny bit of advice, or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna be more unhappy to give them it, but see if you've just got like fitness, you can't just have a professional relationship as a coach. Nah, does it ha- you, you, don't, you don't get to know them and actually like learn the shit to actually help make a difference? It doesn't happen in football, it doesn't happen in rugby, it doesn't happen in mixed martial arts, boxing, mm-hmm. fucking, it doesn't happen in any sport with coaches, so. Why should it happen in like fitness? Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. Coaches always get a better response when there's like a personal touch to it because mm-hmm. people relax around them a lot more and right. become more invested in it. If you're just dealing with a professional front all the time, that can be kind of off-putting because you're like, I don't know how this guy's taking me. If you've got a bit of having a bit of laugh with people and stuff like that, I've got. I swear to God, I've got like about five, six clients I keep in contact with. Some of them I've not had a client for like three, four years. Aye. We still message. Aye. Like I've got enough to make a group chat to talk about Marvel <laughs> and Star Wars shit. Aye. Like whenever a new series comes out, like, oh, do you see the new episode? Aye. We end up talking about it. A hundred percent, man. It's like, it's and our, our attitude is one of the main reasons why people struggle. Like in we, when we did our mental health course, that's one of the mm. main reasons people struggle to go and get get therapy because it's so professional. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, they, they literally say it's one of the biggest things. It's a barrier breakdown. Is like if the less professional, more friendly it is, the better. The, you know, people usually tend to get out of it. Aye, because you, you want you want your client to feel relaxed. You want your client to be able to just open up and tell you basically anything at all. Yeah. And like I. Again, I, I just think it's bad coaching etiquette if somebody yeah, is, is like that. Do you know what I mean? 100% agree with that. Worst gimmick. We kind of covered that briefly um, on our first episode. Um, mine's might have changed a wee bit, but what's yours? Worst gimmick. 
I mean, the that's the typical like not cleaning your weights away, but one thing that always like boils my blood slightly. See when you see cunts like with like, a twenty on one side and then two tens or something like that, or a five and a fifteen, and then literally like, what the fuck are you doing? They're going to hell, man. Yeah. They're going to hell. It's like in future the gym we train in. So we've got like we've got twenty. I don't think people would have known that we train there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like you get like the same the same plates, so twenty kilogram plates, but they've got blue ones and black ones. And then you'll see somebody with a blue one on one oh, side. Oh yes, yes, that does my test so badly. I just, I'm like, nah, man, I just can't. I'm like, something like, and like, see if I was a wee karma guy, right? That gives people karma that decides, right? You're getting bad karma, and you're getting alright karma. It's not going to be that bad, but it's, I would like see people who put the kind of the blue plate on and the black plate on. I would like make it happen so like you tripped up and filled enough like of stairs. See, see if I like see the Chesapeake T bar right. where you just rack it on one. Right. See if I use a black and then a blue and you go black, black blue, blue, black, blue. A hundred percent. It's weird. It's weird not do that. I a hundred percent. What about you? Dude? I think like for me, the biggest gym act for me is just like it's probably just it's probably the weirdos in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, guy creeps actually. That's guy, a really good one. I've never thought. Of, I've never thought of that. I don't really think it's it, like obviously for me. I've obviously started um, training in a commercial gym again, right? And I just I don't feel it really happens in bodybuilding gyms because no. body guys who are in bodybuilding gyms and people who are in bodybuilding gyms they're there to fucking they're there to change their physique they're there to fucking yeah. they're there to fuck shit up and train hard. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, I, but the it, percentage that happens I, it must be tiny in comparison to commercial gyms. But I think. Because of the female clientele that go to those types of gyms as well, they're always last used to train like fuck and they train hard. So no, I, I can tell a guy to fuck off. I think that as well, but I think a guy who looks at that girl in that gym would probably be like, she trains hard. But at the same time, they probably look at guys the same way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you look at fucking, if you get into like the gym or go into like a, a commercial gym, you'll see guys staring at lassies for the other side of the gym yeah. with a jaw hanging down, slivering everywhere. Aye. I'm just like, you are a fucking weirdo, stop yeah. that. And this is why it's such a struggle for women to get to go in and train yeah. in gyms. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, so, it's one of those things that, like, see when I first started as a PT, uh, it's one thing I definitely didn't like was see, like, all these fucking, was it, was it curves, the females, like, only gyms? Like, you look at that and you're like, that's a fucking stupid idea, like, that's not actually going to help. You know what? I don't blame I, girls for doing it. I, I do not blame girls for doing it. But one thing I would say is that it shouldn't be a female friendly area. It should be like a fucking guy punishment area. Like, so like, I've seen gyms that like you should, everybody should be able to go in, but see if like a guy, if a girl goes up to me and staff, like, look, that guy's fucking perving. Send that guy into the guy's area. <laughs> right? And that guy's got to train the, the guy's tension. area. It's like, yeah, it's like detention. And if he's in there, why? Because he's a fucking perv. Aye. Like, no guy wants to go in there, so he's Aye. pure keeping his head down. Like, I don't want to go in the fucking guy area, man. I know. It's embarrassing. I That'd know. be the worst gym, Mick. It's like... I mean, how hard is it to control yourself? Really? In reality, how hard is it to control yourself for 60 minutes of the day? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But for me, if you've got time to be sitting staring at other birds in a gym, you've just, you're just not training hard enough, you're not focused enough, Aye. and you need to take your focus away from, like, you need to take your focus away from women, and you need to put your focus into the gym. Like, 100%. you're in there, everybody should be in there if I can train hard and to fucking, like, to do well and to progress and things like that. And if you're, if you're in there to look at birds, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Mm. Like, go to go go to a nightclub. They're all done up in there anyway. You can stare at them yeah. in there. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's expected in somewhere like that anyway. Uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's always expected, but it's not as if it should be expected. I know. Like, I know. Ah. <laughs> 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 um, which um, so obviously that's um, Jim X. So somebody's also asked what's our worst just 
every day. Ick. Oh man, I could scroll through mine and Larissa's chat and go way back at some of the absolute horrendous stuff that she said. She turned around and said one about uh, what gives her the ick when guys leave the big light on. Oh mate, she she says <laughs> she says she went past me. Um, she went she no so I'm not I'm not going to put this in a podcast. Thing, <laughs> she said. No, you have to do that. I don't can't because I'm absolutely out, Larissa. I don't want to do Um But. Aye, so she said she was getting past here or something like that and she seen me just sitting like when you light on or something like that and I was sitting like working or something she's like, that's pure ick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to do my work, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Don't you know what I mean? Um, so I always say to Hannah, like, <laughs> she, she always laughs at me for her. So one of my like, biggest dicks, right, and it's honestly it's so fucking tragic. Um, see when Hannah comes in and like, She's in her house and she's been out doing whatever she's doing right and she comes in and she's still got a jacket on and she's doing like normal house chores and things like that but she's doing it with a jacket on. I just hate it. Like, I just, I can't deal with it. Like, take your jacket off and make yourself comfortable and do whatever you've got to do in the house but she'll be like walking about cleaning things with her jacket and that on. I'm just like, no, get your jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I'm gives me a nick. I genuinely can't think of a brutal, like, just day-to-day life act. Having an Android. No, exactly. no man, imagine imagine you started seeing a bird, right, and you were talking to her, like, on, like, OnlyFans, or, or OnlyFans, you are talking to her on fucking, what's the code again, the swipe one? Um, Kaylee's gone on, right? Oh, shit. What's the code? You start swipe, Tinder, that's the one. Right, imagine um, you started talking to a bird on Tinder, right, and then the messages come up green. Well, you you can, but... <laughs> I'll need to take this back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it? She's not got iMessage. Aye. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I will stick if you, um, if you don't take your jacket off. <laughs> I think personally, like, so, for me, like, see when it comes to X, obviously it's like you're speaking about the opposite, the opposite fucking sex, right? So, for me personally, it's like, see when a woman says that like, she wants a guy who does X, Y, Z, fucking, he's got all this amazing stuff, he's successful, he's this and he's that. Pencil eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, <laughs> sorry, it just came to me. It wasn't always like fucking birds of like, eyes. No, but so. honestly, imagine, right? Just imagine we must go through some bird seed, right? They're sitting in the mirror, like that, like that fucking penciling their eyebrows on that. Like, I wonder. Must take more away. I wonder what 10 out of 10 guy with 100k a year salary is going to fucking yeah. wall me the day, or that I'm going to wall. Because <laughs> if I did sometimes something like that little bit right there, they'd leave it pure thick. Like, they just go so pencil thin. No, that no, is man. not a good look. Please stop doing it. Bad days, man. Yeah. Absolute bad days. <laughs> um, I sorry, sorry I interrupted you <laughs> it came to me women that um, women that tr- think they deserve to have a guy who's successful who's fucking six fat it's always like and the other guy is six fat um, he's got all this good stuff going it's for so him hard good for family oh, it's so, all those six foot guys I feel oh, sorry for anybody oh. under five foot five that's male um, <laughs> and and then the, then what did they bring to the table? Absolutely fuck all, nothing. Do you know what I mean? They've got fucking, they've got a way in for another relationship that fucking the dad doesn't even see the way and like fucking, her, they don't bring in the table. They actually bring baggage to the table. A good glup glup, that's basically aye, it. Aye, that's it. Pretty much aye. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to put that bit in. <laughs> Sorry, I can edit it. <laughs> um, so, things are taking a turn for the worst. Next question. What do you think would be the worst way to die? It's between drowning and getting set on fire for me. I'm the same. 100%. Although I'm pure scared of heights, so I think falling off a helicopter would be brutal. 
<laughs> I don't know why a helicopter. Falling out of a helicopter. I mean, yeah, that would be pretty brutal. Just think about it like you'd be like, ah, what are you way down until you died? Yeah. <sighs> but drowning, though, you're meant to fight for your fucking life. Like, it's meant to be terrifying. And then bur- burning with fire. Oh, burning with fire. That would be agony. Oh, my God, man. No. Probably, no, fact, I'd probably say burning fire. Suffocating, I think, actually. Well, seems drowning, effectively. I bet, like, suffer. Just, like, imagine getting someone caught in your throat. Choked out. Like imagine, imagine you're just sitting eating a, your bagel and bacon, right? And the bacon get caught in your throat, and you. Some cunts, that's a kink. Oh fucking hell, man! Some cunts like you know, you know the amount of cunts that get caught like hanging off the fucking fridge with a, <laughs> something round their neck and their dick in their hand, they're like trying to come from it. Fraser, <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> we we really opened the door with these questions today. People are going to get a whole new insight into how bad I can get with shit today. Oh no! You need. Who is who's your select? I, I, so see this uh, NGL thing. They're definitely like there's definitely robotic questions getting answered. Like who's your celeb crush? Who's your celeb crush? Nobody, nobody in fucking Scotland says the word crush. Yeah. And if you do, you deserve slap for thinking you're American. Case Beckinsdale, Adriana Lima. Fair. No, probably Gal Gadot. That's how she pronounces it. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Um, that's, I. So, next question. <laughs> That's quick. Do personal trainers have favourites, as in like favourite clients? Do you? Mm. So, like, sometimes I would say, like, I actually, I actually need to say this before. Is so I actually would say that see right now my current client base. I love my current client aye. base. Like, I've got a lot, a lot, a lot of favourites. Aye. Um, I would say it's definitely more so now than ever before. Aye. I think I'm probably the same now as well, but like. I think like, so like, ages ago I can remember somebody saying like, oh like such and such, they've got favourite clients, like PTs with favourite clients and stuff, and I'm like, right, okay, cool, you turn up, you turn up to your workplace, right, in fact, you know what, right, see people, they've got Wayne's, they've got fucking favourite children, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know what true. I mean, right, that's but true. you turn up to your workplace, you've got the favourite person you love to work with, like, you like the, you, you know two you're going to have a laugh, you know two you're going to get a good job done, right, it's the same when it comes to personal training. Like you just yeah. you just click, you just click a wee bit better with certain clients. Yeah. Um, and like the clients who, not just the clients that are getting a result, but the clients who message you and tell you funny stuff. The clients have a joke way, they have a laugh way, and you just generally enjoy their company more than other clients. That is a thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not a bad thing. It's a, it's a good thing because like it just shows that like. It's it's, it's, uh, like, it's like there is people that you, as clients you click with and you get on great Aye. but then there's some people that end up like being clients as we said end up becoming like mates effectively Aye. because you click with them and Aye. it's it just happens Aye, it's just that's what it is man like, love acts just... in mysterious ways Aye. Um, but I think like that's one that's, that's like a question that like, people sometimes ask like do you have favourite clients and expect is and a lot of PTs turn around and go no I don't have favourite clients I treat everybody the same Lies. shut the fuck up you fucking lying bastard <laughs> Um, the weirdest trend you've ever done uh, next question <laughs> yeah uh, I'm trying to think that's a tough one trend I might need to think of that one and come back to it yeah same I can't think of that one ah I know that fucking 5k thing <laughs> or the ice oh, pocket yeah. challenge oh yeah oh fuck I keep forgetting about those uh, what, uh, what, this is actually a good one one of the lads uh, it was Gumeso with at the time when that was all going about uh, did the ice bucket challenge where he tipped a bucket 
and then jumped in the fucking Clyde. Oh my god, man. Fucking hell. Like, like he actually filmed it literally, I think it was at the key. Aye. Jumped off the Clyde, into the Clyde and then climbed back out the ladders. And I'm nah, like, man. I don't think anyone's going to fucking top that. I don't think I'd get back out, man. I think I'd just like freeze and die. I, I was I during the must summer. Be freezing, I, I, I was, I, it's not just that, man. It's what the fuck's in it. I know. Um, you can live anywhere in the world. Where is it? So I think I would need to split this up, man, into like winter and summer, I think. Because I think, like, yeah, considering I'm able to live wherever the fuck I want, that must mean I've got a decent amount of money so I can kind of just Stood stay in two different places. places. Uh, so, yeah, you've got to do one northern and southern hemisphere then. Uh, Almost. Well, the first place I would definitely stay, I would love to live in Amsterdam. I would I honestly I love that place you know, so that much, was man. One of, one of my tough pick for me, but I think Amsterdam could be in there I, as well. I'd love to. I think I could see myself living in Amsterdam and like just getting on, yeah. like just doing my daily shit over there. Uh, <clears throat> other place I'd like to live. I think I, I could definitely do sit somewhere in Sydney or something like that. Um, probably, I'd probably Australia because it's just Australia's, like it's just Britain with sun in it. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I I don't know anybody that goes over to Australia and doesn't go. Well, this is so much fucking better. Or maybe like. LA, so like you could like go out and train at like Golden so, and things like I, that. I, yeah, I always think about this, but so many people I know go to LA and are like, everyone is so fucking pretentious. And then that's why I was always saying America, those people leave LA and then go to Texas. Aye. But then Texas have their whole but then again, like, abortion kind of thing, and that's maybe not the best place to move. True, aye. Um, I think as well, like, but like normal people will probably just do the normal stuff over there, whereas we would be doing like gym stuff and just hanging out at gyms and yeah. that. That's what I mean, like. So it's like, I think LA has pretty much became, it's like, it's, it's like Dubai, it's like, it's like all those places. Have, I couldn't move to Dubai. I, I just, I can't, I can't deal with, there's that new programme on, it's like the, the reality TV show. It's Was it Dubai Bling? Aye, you know, Have you watched the Bling Empire, the, the OG one? No, actually. Mate, it's, it's like, fucking, mate, these people are fucking wild. They're just, how the, rich they are. They're already, man, I can't deal yeah, with that, man. No. Um, <clears throat> okay. Controversial question. Um, tits or us? It's a tough one because I would probably say arse, but arse. there's, you know, there's sometimes you can just take a wee mood change. Ah, I know. A wee bit of Because I wouldn't rule out the other. I wouldn't rule it, but definitely I would pick um, tits over pick, arse. Pro- wait, you pick arse over tits, sorry. Arse over tits. I'd probably pick arse over tits too. Aye. Um, personality or looks. But again, I, I would say personality, personality or looks is. is Depends on the context, you know what I mean? Have you like, seen that video that guy's like in a portaloo and it's like got this like tits and arse and it's like tallying and then he adds an extra bit and puts personality and then goes over the tits arse. That's class. It's so good. It's so funny. Um, so personality looks is dependent on obviously what point of a relationship you're in like if you're just about to meet somebody or something like that or you're like you're trying to get like your initial attraction or whatever per, I mean, uh, looks do matter I think yeah more. I think looks open the door a little aye. bit for people like people do have to be attracted to you but personality makes you stay aye definitely so I would say both both are important definitely. I don't know which one to pick out of those two Um I think it's, there's obviously a fine line once you're actually in a relationship though because to be honest with you you don't want your bird to get ugly ever <laughs> I'm just saying what everybody's thinking <laughs> Everybody being you and me I'm the 
exciting back in there. Um, <laughs> most embarrassing sex story in the weirdest place you've ever banged. I don't know if I've got an embarrassing sex. I don't really have any. No, I fuck, I do actually. Um, weirdest place is probably behind. Do you remember the Gladiator and at the fair, the big king that goes like it's got like twenty across and it just goes up and goes round and it's like a big line. What? I'll show you. You get it if it, not on it behind it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll see if I can <laughs> load up my phone. Gladiator. Um, Funfair. I don't <laughs> Let's see if that comes up. Gladiator Funfair raid. Images. No, it's definitely not that. It's like, ah, that one there. Oh, so yeah. So it just goes up in the night. So, like, when we had a fair in Greenock, um, and I was like only 15 at the time as well, man, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, also, that was where I broke my virginity. And it was behind <laughs> that. <laughs> I suppose that could be two birds with one stone, man. Oh, man, my virginity story is so bad as well. <laughs> oh, fuck, are we actually going to tell our virginity stories you in this fucking podcast? You don't need to if you don't want to. Eh? That's <laughs> uh, literally the, the only embarrassing kind of weird place sex story I think I've probably got. Everything else has kind of been normal. Yeah. You know I mean? So, for me, it was behind a library on a muddy slope in the middle of the night and when we came round for the back of the library police pulled up oh you told me that's actually and <laughs> we were covered in mud and just say mud just mud mud <laughs> and the police heavy clocked on what had happened and were like because they'd been asking me have you been fighting the air and I was like no and then they kind of clocked on to everything because of the way we were kind of dressed mm. And then they were like, pure, trying not to laugh. And then when the window went up and they drove away, I could They're just laughing. hear pure, <laughs> like muffled laughing. <laughs> Cunts. Um, the worst trouble, next question is the worst, the worst trouble you got into as a kid. I genuinely, I got suspended from school like 10 times, almost expelled. I was, I think I was scrapping around school all the time, but I'm trying to think like, what is the, the worst, the worst trouble I got into when I was younger. Um, there was these big, the, the Installed these big massive CCTV cameras into the into the scheme that I used to hang about, <clears throat> and um, I got a big massive brick and smashed one <laughs> like knocked the right off, <laughs> and I get took to the children's panel and all that for it. I nearly get put in a home and everything, social work and everything get involved. Really, it was so bad. <laughs> um, but I, other than getting suspended, like do you know what I was saying the other day? Right? Like, see if I could go back to school, right? I would probably still have done probably all the same stuff apart from see my Spanish class. I'd have probably actually learnt it because I go to Spain like three times a year. Yeah. I wish right. I actually like, listened. That's probably a class I took a piss in the most as well. Yeah. I got like a six or a seven. Genuinely can't think what's the worst. Like, unlike Harry, I didn't have too much of a, a rougher Aye. upbringing. Yeah, <laughs> you were a good boy. I know, I was a fairly good boy. <laughs> uh, I genuinely can't think of like a pure shining example of the worst. This is a pure weird. I actually read this before I fucking like before it, right? And I actually sent you over. One of the first times using the cable machines, I accidentally touched my PT's junk. It's obviously clearly a bird who's wrote yes. right, and it's a guy PT. Obviously, we well, both. Well, what if it's a guy? Nah, no chance. We both know it happened, but didn't say anything as it was all fairly new. Brackets as a now, it would be fucking hilarious. 
Have you ever been accidentally molested by a client? See the word choice here, molested by a client. Why, yeah. did, why did you not just say... Molested. That's not molested. Grazed by a client. Is this, even, is this even a normal occupational hazard? Being be molested, no, it's an not every day. occupational hazard. Yeah, but, no. I mean, it's not as if you fucking whacked the cunt with a sledgehammer on the knob. Yeah. No, uh, I wouldn't say it is. I have had clients, like, like touch me inappropriately. Not obviously in the dick, but, like... <laughs> no, not in the dick. I have had clients like like all like, like touch my shoulders or my arms. Oh, your arms are blood. It was just yeah, weird. It weird, was so weird. weird. Things like that. Like people start going like. I feel like feel like um, I feel like if it was the other way about, a guy would go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Imagine like <laughs> I was actually going to say a name, but I'm not going to say. It. I was going to say they're at. Tell me afterwards who the name is. You, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I cracked up about it. Um, <laughs> uh, but imagine the other way about where you like you were getting coached by a female or whatever, and you were like, "Oh, look at your shoulders, man!" And like, like feeling her arms and things like that. Do you know what I mean? It'd Aye. just be like you. You would end up like she would. First of all, she would sack you as a client. Yeah. And second of all, you would end up on a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't think I've any, genuinely ever been molested or even inappropriately grazed why did they need to say molested there's no need for that at all <laughs> just imagine me afterwards pure shaking of the corner uh, why would you do that uh, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> that's crazy this one is absolutely brilliant would you rather be attacked by one Andy Scott sized duck or 100 duck sized Andy Scott's this is a rough question if you don't know who Andy Scott is Type AMS muscle into Instagram and have a little swatch right now at Sorry. the size of this guy. I'll make sure they see a picture anyway. Um, <clears throat> but if you're listening on Spotify, go check it out. Um, so is this like, is this like, see, because we're asking Harry and Fraser the question, is this like, is this like a tag team championship where we get to like fight them together? Or like is it Rey like Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero? Aye. <laughs> or is it like, is it like one each? Is it like we get attacked by a hundred Andy Scots and it's just we're on our own? I don't know. I like, like, what, a hundred duck-sized Andy Scots? I reckon that'd probably be the best one. But see, the thing is, the duck-sized Andy Scots can't fly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I reckon we 100%. could... 100%. Uh, I reckon we could do and them. Andy Scott's a lover, not a fighter. I just... But <laughs> but then, what amount of damage could a big duck do? A six-foot duck? Have you, what what size of beak do you reckon a six foot beak would have? <laughs> also, by the way, uh, it's not six foot, it's 5'11". <laughs> Just get that on the record there. Fair. <laughs> um, a, yeah, three, a, three, a 300 pound duck. <laughs> 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 uh, like, woof. Why you fucking, nah, no uh, chance. It's, it's claws, it's duck, it's nah, fuck up, 100% man. 100. Fuck up, man. Was it duck size Andy Scott? Duck size Andy Scott, aye. He's slow as well, so I don't exactly, they'd be exactly movers. See, like, what, what I'm imagining is, I'm imagining a square goes taking part, taking, taking part in Queen's Park, see at the pond. Mm-hmm. I reckon, like, one or two things <laughs> happen. Just volley them back in. A big, a big Andy duck size Scott just <laughs> comes a what? A big Andy duck size Scott. <laughs> a, big, a, a big Andy Scott size duck just comes out of water to fight you. <laughs> I'd be off. I'd like, catch it. <laughs> oh man. 
god. It'd be so bad. I know. You'd be fucking terrified. Fuck up, man. Good <laughs> thing is, like, see, like, when you look at normal sized ducks, right? You look at them, you're like, oh, they're kind of cute because they're wee, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, ah, there's no way. They Even if you look at the size of a swan, a swan's big enough to cause some damage. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I fuck that, man. I, I, I like to fight the, the, the duck sized and the Scots. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I could do them. I'd have like an arm reach of 30 centimetres. Or I, like I reckon if I just sat back, just kept kicking them, yeah. I'd win. Surprisingly, still big feet. That's one thing. He's <laughs> not even six foot, it's like size 12 feet. Oh. oh, I don't know. I can't answer. I can't ask that question, man. That's fucking horrendous. Right. Am I actually going to answer that? that, that? No, I'm not. Nah. I can't do that, man. You nah. can't. Wait, 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 do you want to say it? Would you rather, right, this is, this is a would you rather, and I know 100% this is either one of my clients or one of my mates that have asked this. Would you rather pump your missus in your mum's body or pump your mum in your missus' body? We'll just let you think about it, right? Yeah. You, you just, it's maybe a Freaky Friday situation. The only way they swap back is to pick one. And you can sit and you can think about it. Comment below. <laughs> You can sit and you can think about it yourself, and you can think what you would what you would rather do. Right? Yeah, because I'm 100 not answering that question. What? <laughs> no, that's, that's what I know. Um, what's the worst date you've ever been on? A date I've got catfished on. I would say quite a belter. Did you? Lie? Yeah, I won't go into specifics of the details of it because I'd feel bad. But <coughs> I actually, I actually feel bad. I should be honest. It was one of those ones where, after the date, I kind of ghosted her for a good few hours because I was wrapping that stuff up early. Aye. Like I was like, oh, no, this is a lot more different than what I was thought it was going to be. And uh, afterwards, I went in, when I went and messaged her to say, I don't think it's not I'm interested in a second one. Uh, I think she knew from the general vibe of me. She'd already blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. No. It's not going to work. I was... I was and I, I think I struggle to hide it. Uh, I feel bad. I think it's like, but like, see if I was a bird, right? I would rather a guy was just honest with me. Just like, do you know what? I, I don't really, I don't really like, I don't really like you. Do it's not, not wasting time. I know, it's like, would you, would you rather be led on by me and then six months in the line me tell you, by the way, I've been pumping some other bird because I actually don't like you. Be worse. Do you know what I mean? Be worse. <clears throat> so, I was, um, I used to see us last a few ages ago, right? And then, um, we decided, right, we're going to go on a walk, like, as a date, like, we were young at the time, maybe like 16, 15 or something like that. <clears throat> so, All your shit's happening when you're pure young. Because I used you're to be an a, early, I was You're a, an early bloomer. I was a wee prick. <laughs> and I'm going to say Pe Pubes at 10. <laughs> and um, so she was working, she used to work in um, the butcher part of... Um, <laughs> Oh, this is so harsh, man. <laughs> I, I've never heard the story. So she used to work in a butcher's part at um, <laughs> uh, Tesco or Morrison's, I can't remember what one it was, and we went a walk, and she was pure humming, just pure humming a meat, man, like, just, <laughs> I swear to God, like... Who she came straight from work? She came straight from work and met me, man, like, basically, they walked, I said, like, five minutes, and I walked out of a taxi rank. No. Is that not him? No. <laughs> Oh, couldn't man? I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't. It was, it was too... Five minutes. It was too meaty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, 
That wraps up the Q&A on episode number five. That was five. a good one. Thanks for the questions. Um, most of them, but not so much some of them. Nah, I feel <laughs> like I'm going to have an argument later. <laughs> Sorry, we can cut it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>